Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 168. Welcome to 2021. This is the first podcast of the year, and I pray that this will be the best year that any of us have ever lived through to the glory of God. As you can tell, I'm still somewhat hoarse. I have had COVID for about two weeks, have laid very low, and God has been gracious and merciful and has brought me through that. I'm still fighting fatigue at the moment. But God has been so good to me and good to Karen to bring us through this horrible plague that has gripped our nation. I want to, first of all, say thank you. Thank you for those of you who knew about our sickness and prayed for us. Thank you for those who were asking about the podcast. Thank you for those who have given financially. I want to encourage you to continue to do that. The podcast is spreading out all over the nation. We're now in 21 different countries. People are downloading the podcast. And after what I deal with this week, I'm satisfied that the podcast will take off in a way that it never has before. So I want to encourage you this week that if these podcasts that you're going to hear bless your life and you feel like they are of value, to share those, send them by email, encourage your friends to get a hold of it. Folks, we have never faced a time in our nation as adults, all of us, the oldest of us, never faced a time like this in our nation. And I want to talk to you about it this week. And I want to talk to you about what the Bible says about biblical perspective. God knows the more unstable our nation becomes, the more our culture drifts. We are going to need to anchor to the Word of God. That's always been true. But this generation has not been shaken as we are about to be shaken and are being shaken. And I want to take as a text today, just for the week, this week you're going to hear me talk in ways perhaps that you have never heard me as a pastor, preacher, dealing with hermeneutics and dealing with biblical prophecy and dealing with the pastoral passages. This week I want to talk to you at another level, a philosophical level, a biblical philosophical level. I want to talk to you about how God made us in His image and how He made us body, soul, and spirit. I want to talk to you about why we are in the mess that we're in today and why it did not start in 1963, nor did it even start in 1925. But we're going to go back before that and ask the question, if indeed the foundations are eroding out from under us, what can the righteous do? You see, that question was asked in the book of Psalms by King David himself. Psalm 11 says, In the Lord I put my trust. Boy, that's one to underline. Go ahead and do that when you can. Highlight it and come back to it often every day, morning, noon, and night. In the Lord, I put my trust. You'll notice it's all capitals. That's the personal covenant-keeping name of God. God is faithful. He is faithful always, anytime, anywhere. And so he says, in the Lord, I put my trust. How can you say to my soul? Flee as a bird to your mountain. For look, the wicked bend their bow. 
they make ready their arrow on the string, that they may shoot secretly, that is, from the shadows on the string, that they may shoot secretly at the upright in heart. I can tell you, those of us who believe and have Judeo-Christian values, we will become a target in the days ahead. What we have seen in the past few months, what we have seen and experienced in our lives is but a drop in the ocean to what is coming. And we are nothing more than ostriches putting our heads in the sand if we think anything other than that. Oh, I'm not discouraged. I'm not down. I'm more excited than I ever have been because, you see, we've asked God to shake us and he's about to do that. We've asked God for revival, and He's about to send revival. We've asked God to get us to where all we want is Him, and He's about to do that. And so I'm excited for that. And so the Scripture says that the bows are getting ready. They're going to be shooting from the shadows. And then it says in verse 3 of Psalm 11, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? I'm going to answer that this week. We're going to begin to answer these questions. What can we do in a culture that is eroding and decaying out from under us? The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyelids behold. His eyelids behold and test the sons of men. Did you listen to that? Let me read it again. The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, God sees it all. His eyelids test the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous. You see, metal that's not proven is worth nothing. We must go through the refiner's fire in order for God to test our metal. But that which is dross, that which is bad, that which is worthless, it will be burned up and we will become pure and refined where God can mold us without breaking us, where we are pliable and he can put us into the mold and the purpose that he has for us. The Lord tests the righteous, but the wicked and the one who loves violence, his, that is God's, soul hates. Upon the wicked he will rain coals, fire and brimstone, and a burning wind. That will be the portion of their cup. Look at verse 7. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteousness. His countenance beholds the upright. Now, you cannot read through this entire psalm without realizing God uses the word right, righteous, and righteousness a lot. And the reason is, is because God wants us to do the right thing. Now, this week, I want to talk to you also about our attitudes, about an attitude of gratitude, about an attitude of kindness, about the attitude of Jesus, of not insulting when we are insulted, and turning the other cheek in the truest biblical sense. That's not pacifism. That means we don't trade insult for insult. That doesn't mean that we uh, do not defend ourselves and defend our family. That's not what Jesus said. No, that is just a Hebrew idiom for don't trade insult for insult when he says, if anyone smites you on the right cheek, then turn the other cheek as well. For someone to be smitten on the right cheek, facing someone, that means they have to be backhanded because you're never smitten with the left hand. Always the right hand is the hand of dominance in the Bible. And if I were to be facing a man and I smote him, I hit him on his right cheek as he's facing me, I would have to backhand him. Now, I'm not going to kill anyone with a backhand. I'm not going to hurt anyone with a backhand, but I am going to make them mad. I'm going to insult them because that's all I can do with a backhand, even the hardest one. 
no, I don't have the opportunity to what we would call rear back and hit someone and knock someone out. No, that's with the right arm. No, it would be to insult someone. And when Jesus said, turn the other cheek, what he said was, don't get into trading insult for insult, tit for tat. You see, there's too much of that going on in the body of Christ. There's too much of it going on in our culture. And that's symptomatic. It's not the reason and the cause for what's going on. It's just symptomatic. It's like a cough of a virus that's deeper. It's like the rattling of pneumonia. All of those things are symptomatic. The runny nose, symptomatic. The headache, symptomatic. We've got to deal with the root causes, and that's what I'm going to do this week through these podcasts. And I hope that you'll tune in and that you will write me and ask questions, questions at TonyCrisp.org, questions at TonyCrisp.org, or you can just put Dr. Crisp at TonyCrisp.org, and I'll get them, Dr. Crisp at TonyCrisp.org, because we're going to deal with how we have gotten in the mess that we're in, how we've gotten into the mess politically. I'm not going to be talking about partisan politics. That is from the pit of hell at this point in our culture because it has gone to hell in a handbasket. I'm not talking about Republicans and Democrats. I'm going to talk about values. I'm going to talk about life and not just abortion. I'm talking about real life, the image of God and a purpose that God has made us for on this earth. I'm going to talk about the church of Jesus. I'm going to talk about our families. I'm going to talk about body, soul, and spirit and how we are reaping the horrible consequences of secularism and globalism that says that that a man cannot go and be with his loved one when they are sick. And we have reduced science to just the physical and have left out the spiritual. The pneuma and the uh, soma has gone to war with each other. But God made us body, soul, and spirit. There is a material part and an immaterial part. There is a physical part, but there's a spiritual part. And to say that only the physical part matters is just... Just the result of what I'm going to be talking about with you this week. I'm going to talk about really how we got to the mess that we're in from the standpoint of globalism, from the standpoint of elitism, from the standpoint of political socialism. All of those things, they have their root in a distinctive worldview. And so we're going to talk about a distinctive biblical Christian worldview versus a secular worldview and the science behind each of those. If you'll tune in this week, I promise you, you'll learn something. But more than that, you'll gain perspective from the Word of God. And if there ever was a time when we need perspective, it is now. Get on the social media and share these as you hear them this week. This is just introducing what I'm going to be doing on Tuesday. I'm going to be starting. You must listen to these. I pray that you will. I pray they'll be a blessing to you and that you will share them with others and that you will search the scriptures as I give you those. I'm going to be recommending books to you. I'm going to recommend one to you right now that I want to encourage you to read. It is by a man by the name of Francis Schaeffer. It's called the Christian Manifesto. Francis A. Schaefer, S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Francis Schaefer. I studied under him in the 70s as he came over the United States and came to Dallas, Texas. 
Uh, He's written many, many books, but one that you really need to read is A Christian Manifesto, and it will sum up in an instant and give you a summary of what's going on in America today philosophically. He said it was coming. Many down through the decades have predicted we would be where we are today. Uh, We just didn't know how fast it was coming. But if you will listen, I promise you, Life will begin to make sense again, and you'll get some answers educationally, what's happening in the indoctrination of our higher education system. You're going to learn how we got in the mess we did in the public school systems today. I'm not downing teachers. I'm not going to argue with you or anyone else about the public school systems, but the public school systems are under total secular domination. And it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're in secular schools, you are not going to be able to teach Judeo-Christian values. You're not going to be able to teach Judeo-Christian science. You're not going to be able to teach the distinctive Christian worldview, biblical worldview. We are fooling ourselves if we think otherwise. And I want to talk to you about how we got into that and why there are still pockets around the country today where we have some symbolism of what we used to have in America. But America and the free enterprise system and a constitutional republic will not work. It will not work without a Judeo-Christian base. I'm going to be giving you websites to listen to, to turn to, PragerU, PragerU.com. You need to get on there. You need to support it. You need to be a part of what's going on. PragerU.com. Dennis Prager is a Jewish man. He's not a follower of Jesus, but he has a Judeo-Christian base and value system, and he has people on there that will help you to understand the situation that we're in today. We're going to have to help one another, and I pray that as you listen to this, that God stirs your soul and helps you to understand that I am a man on a mission, and I am going to press on until Jesus comes. For On The Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.